Hello, my name is Kevin Daniels. And I'm Ashley Turner. And you are listening to Selling Everett. We are going to do a land acknowledgement. Um, okay. So we acknowledge that we are on ancestral homelands of the Coast Salish peoples who have lived in the Salish Sea Basin since the time immemorial. We respect this place and honor the sacred spiritual connection to the land, water, and its people past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Uh, by acknowledging these lands and their original indigenous inhabitants, we reach back to our own indigenous roots and reflect on the impacts of colonialism and the lands from which all our people come. We are connected to our ancestors through this connection to the land, for the land is what connects us all. We express our deepest respect and gratitude to the traditional people of this territory, the Snohomish and Tulalip tribes, for their enduring care and protection of the land which we currently share. Thank you for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, my name's Kevin. Um, just we do want to kind of introduce you, ourselves to you guys because this is our first podcast. First podcast. Um, so I am a residential mortgage lender. I live um, in Everett, Washington. That's where my hus- myself and my husband decide to call home. Um, and I am partnered here with my good friend, Ashley Turner. Yes, I'm Ashley. Um, my partner and I also call Everett our home. Technically, Kevin and I live in the same neighborhood, the Riverside neighborhood. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that more later. Um, but yeah, we've lived here now for three and a half years and are loving every second of the growing nature that Everett's giving. The new community, good excitement. Isn't it crazy, though? We moved to Everett yeah. roughly about the same time. Pretty much. But we didn't know who we were. No, I think we've only been friends now for... A year. A year, I guess. Yes, because I called you. He did, he called me. Tried to network. He's been stalking me. It's I fine. know, right? Fine. No, it's been good. We networked. Um, I am a real estate agent in the area. I kind of work mostly Snohomish County, but every once in a while uh, go elsewhere. But Everett's home, Snohomish is home, and these are the people I love to work with. Mm-hmm. And the houses are nice, too. They have history. And they do. I think we're, we're both kind of history buffs, too. Yes. So definitely, like, well, new and modern is wonderful. <laughs> and I can say I definitely purchased a newer home when I moved to Everett. But... And I did not. <laughs> I bought a house from the 40s. But I do appreciate a good historical home. Yeah. And Everett has quite a few of them. We spend our days sending each other pictures of houses <laughs> all day long. Um, it, it, well, it helps that I can help finance the houses and that she helps sell the houses. <laughs> so. Or just, you know, we're eventually going to buy another little A-frame cabin thing with windows one day. One day. Paint it black. It'll be good. Right. You can have yours and I'll have mine right. right across on the same lot. It'll make it making podcasts easier. I know, right? Just walk across, just the, walk across the pond. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in today and we really hope to like bring kind of the awareness to what Everett has to offer to us because it is one of the largest cities in Snohomish County and it doesn't get yeah. enough recognition. No, it doesn't. It's technically the largest city in Snohomish County. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the seventh largest city in the state. Right. So it's kind of one of those places. Also, we're only, what did I, what did I read, 25 miles north of Seattle. So yeah. Being so close to like the city that everyone says they're from when they're really not from Seattle, we're the close, like the next closest and get no recognition for that. There, it's like we're kind of skipped and passed on. It's funny you bring that up because there have been a couple of TikToks that I've been seeing lately and it was like, where do you live in Washington? I was like, oh, I live in Everett. Right. Where's that? 
is that near Seattle? I'm like, maybe. No, and I've noticed too that like it's they're starting to pick up who we are, but I feel like there's a little bit of a bad rep and we're working on it. Um, and I think that that's exciting because there's people like us moving in and bringing new restaurants and shops and all kinds of stores, all kinds of things are opening up in the neighborhood, which is exciting to see. Well, that's funny you bring that up because that is kind of the reason why my husband and I moved to Everett. Um, we're foodies. We love food. It's a great motivation in our life. It's a great date night too. Um, but we do confidently say that we moved to Everett for our restaurant. Um, and it's a totally acceptable reason to move to a city, I think. I think, right? Yeah. Um, well, because we originally were living in Olympia. It was okay. Nothing bad against people who live in Olympia. It just was not our vibe. And we happened to go to Everett for a friend's wedding. And we're like, okay, well, we're ones to get there very early, like, obnoxiously early. like <laughs> Three days early. Hours. <laughs> so, like, oh, cool. Well, we're here. We found where the wedding venue was. Cool. Well... I'm hungry. (laughs) Um, And we came across this restaurant called the New Mexicans. And a little bit about why that matters is because my husband is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And And it's good food. I mean, good food in Albuquerque, also good food here now. So, and we're like, oh, he was a little skeptical because we've been kind of hurt by Mexican and New Mexican food in Washington because it's not what it's known for. But we were... Hopefully optimistic. Yeah. And we later found out that the owners are originally from New Mexico and they import all of their green chilies from New Mexico. So good. Which is what New Mexican food is known for is all their green chilies. Yeah. So, I love New Mexico. We spent last summer there. It, it was is, wonderful. It is worthy of its title, it's Land actually, of Enchantment. My wedding band is from Santa Fe. I oh, picked awesome. it up while I was there. I love it. Yeah. It's the turquoise. This New Mexico connection. I'm not from there, but I, I love it there. Oh, I have turquoise in my room, <laughs> I know. Too. Twinsies. I know. Twins. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of the funny story of why we moved to Everett. And not only just that restaurant, but a lot of the restaurants in the area are fantastic and delicious. 100%. And the coffee is amazing. We have so much coffee. We have a running joke, at least at my household. I now make Kevin listen to my joke is every time we see a sign of like a new building of something coming, we're always like, is it going to be Mexican food or is it going to be a coffee shop? And it's like always one or the other. And I've not been let down by any of them, but I'm pretty sure we might have a record on Mexican food and coffee shop per like capital capita i would think i would 100 there's only like 110,000 of us in everett and there's a coffee shop on every corner and it's not starbucks so that's kind of cool too we have this environment (laughs) no offense to starbucks environment of local community people um (laughs) making coffee shops and all being successful so that's exciting to me i know and walkable and walkable i think that's Um, hugely important it's something especially where we purchased our home is in new construction and they're developing right by the riverside there to have mixed use with storefronts and grocery the movie stores theater. and a movie theater the movie theater literally five minutes away from my house and i'm just like it's nice it's wonderful yeah we chose so. everett as well kind of for similar reasons of food and drink and environment um we really fell in love with the waterfront uh one of the first people I met when I moved to Washington almost 10 years ago was John who owns Blue Water. And so I started going there more and more. And then he opened up the restaurant and it became my place. And it was one of the first places we did a date when I met my partner five years ago now. And um, it just kind of became a home to us. And when we started looking for a house for ourselves a few years ago, we were like, 
let's try North Everett and see how it goes. Put an offer on a different house. And now I drive by it all the time. I'm like, thank God that's not the one I got, even though I love it. Um, it was an old house too. It was cute. You know what? It only had one bathroom and two bathrooms is so important. We'll use that in a different episode. Just about bathrooms, I think, in my mind. I. You need two bathrooms. Well, when we first moved to Washington, we had a one-bedroom, one-bathroom oh, no. apartment. Oh, no. And this was the first time we had lived together between me and my husband. No. Because um, <laughs> we were long distance before that. Yeah. And uh, no. it wasn't pretty. You just need two toilets. It's like it comes down to it. You need two bathrooms. It just, mm-hmm. that's the way it goes. So I got a two-bathroom house. Would you say it's worth the extra cost in Totally, totally extra yeah. cost. And also just like the extra like heartache of like frustration i mean you got to clean two bathrooms now but whatever it's fine um but yeah everett was walkable um new things and we just saw the vision that the city is um like just producing like there's always i don't know the word i want for that there's a vision that's everett and it's growing and it's exciting and we wanted to be a part of that and so it made sense to make it home yeah and now we just keep falling in love with it something new every day Mm-hmm. Just nice. I mean, between the development by the riverside where I mm-hmm. live, your love of the port, which mm-hmm. is going through this massive renovations with new apartments, new restaurants. Yep. We're getting a dim sum place. I know. I, we'll talk about that another day too, but I am so excited about the dim sum place. That's going to be like, <laughs> yo, if you need me, I'll be at the dim sum joint probably at least monthly at this rate. But mm-hmm. yeah, the waterfront, I think, it, I don't even know how much money is being put into it, but it's just millions and millions and millions of dollars of people that Mm -hmm. believe in the community and they want to do something good. I mean, we got the Weyerhaeuser building, which is Mm -hmm. one of the oldest buildings, if not the oldest building in Everett. I think so. I think it might be. Um, They're turning into a whiskey bar and a coffee bar. So we went to the Grand pre-opening of that a couple weeks ago and there was, was no fun. whiskey or coffee though unfortunately. there was not sadly um maybe it next was time. still cool they said march right so in march we'll get some Full whiskey march. and coffee not sure how that's going to work together maybe like hot toddies with coffee i don't know that we can see something. what happens but yeah there's just a vision that i see and i'm excited for because community's always been a very important part of my life and i like to be a part of growing communities that are obviously positive, um, but right. I want to be a, like another shining light in that as we kind of move forward to greatness. Yeah. It's Everett for me, at least. And they've redone the downtown area totally. too, just to be more accommodating for walking, parking. Mm-hmm. It It's getting there. And we I would have definitely free parking. And I would definitely say when we were first deciding to move to Everett, a lot of people told us Everett was just no good. Yeah. But Same. I think both of us kind of saw a little bit through that. Um, I was like, yeah, there's homeless people and a drug problem. I was like, well, there's that where I currently live too. So, but Everett is actually trying to do something about it and is actually trying to fix the solution. So Mm -hmm. given time. We've got um, 80 tiny homes, right? I think we're at 80 now. I think they're going to add another 80 down by the mission. So we're trying Mm -hmm. really hard to house everybody. And so I think that that's just going to continue to grow. Yeah. And be a top priority for us yeah. as a city. Well, I mean, it's top priority for us because we literally get That's people in houses. That's true. We're trying to house the peoples. Yes. <laughs> yes. As affordably as possible. But Yeah. And that's kind of a nice thing about Everett right now. I know we've talked about it before. I don't know if we want to roll into that. But uh, for whatever reason, our little hub of Everett is cheaper <laughs> housewise than a lot of houses in yeah. like the I-5 corridor. So I'm not sure why. 
Um, I'm okay with it as someone who had to buy a house here, but, and I'm okay with it for my clients trying to buy houses here, but it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you got Marysville, that's even more expensive, which is also a great little city, but like for whatever reason, everything's kind of past us and gone North more expensive. And then there's us. I think especially what we've encountered over these last two years, you know, especially with COVID going on these last two years and everyone having to stay home. Mm -hmm. And though that's kind of forcing everyone to want to upgrade their home. That's true. um, Or buy a new home and get out of town, essentially, especially if working from home. Um, I think what they kind of what had happened was there was this great exodus from the greater Seattle area and, you know, all the main urban areas that everyone's familiar with. And they moved out of the country or out of the county, excuse me. Yeah. Into Snohomish County, but they're moving to Snohomish or Lake Stevens right. or out past Marysville and Arlington because one, they were infinitely more affordable than what Seattle and Bellevue and those places had mm-hmm. to offer, right? You get more house for your money. Um, yep. But, you know, Everett was a little left out of the thing. But I just don't <laughs> think people realize that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they don't realize it, so. but I also see that we're a little deep dive into Everett, I guess, is, you know, when it became a city for the state it was a loggers community so a lot of Mm -hmm. our houses our little log house loggers houses i guess you could say right my house originally was a one bedroom one bath house probably three four hundred square feet it's been built on since then so now (laughs) you know we're sitting about a thousand square feet still small but um so many of the homes are tiny. And I think we are pretty lucky though, that we're sitting on those double lots. And so we're starting to see some influx on ADUs and tiny houses in the back and all kinds of stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting to see that build as well. But I think people expect Everett to also, yeah, just continue to have these little one bedroom houses or, you know, two bedroom houses because that's what they were traditionally, but they're flipping them and making them a little more family friendly. And I mean, I mean, I work with a lot of first time home buyers, right? As primarily what I tend to work with. And those are the kind of homes a lot of them look for, right? right. They may not want to live because I imagine they just don't want to pay the exorbitant rent that has been happening lately um, in this area. And it's just kind of crazy it and is. a little disheartening. But having a little one bedroom, one bath house for myself, I would love it. Like, yeah. if I was single. And you get the lawn. And you do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. Garden. Right. As you know, I love to garden. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I need more gardening. Maybe I'll win that it's battle at my house. Season right it is now. pumpkin season. I've got mm-hmm. 10 pumpkins growing. And <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe I'll show a picture in the podcast video for we'll you all to see right them. Here. Oh, I will. It's almost ready. Yay. Maybe in the next podcast, I'll cut it and we'll set it up in the front. We'll just start right there. It's cute. It's about as big. Anyways. Pumpkins. My favorite thing to grow. I am basic, so I love pumpkin season. So. Yeah. I my coffee this morning was pumpkin spice. You We're, do? Yeah, I mean you have to, right? It's September 4th. I was just talking to my partner about this and she was like, What's your favorite season? And then I was a jerk and said cinnamon. It was just being funny. And then she's like, No season. I was like, fine. And um my favorite season, I love summer. I'm a, like a total season. like hot summer kid like i want to be in sandals and shorts but but living in washington i really love the september yeah like end of august september even i mean up to halloween it's kind of a good it's kind of chilly kind of warm we have a good i don't know it's good weather during this time so i don't know that that has like a name per se but i like that time frame september Mm -hmm. september summer well and it's still relatively light it doesn't get really dark (laughs) Like yeah. four o'clock. Not ready. Every no, year. I just every time it happens, I'm like, what? 
It's, it's dark already? It's so funny because I had a realization with myself this summer. Um, I don't like summer. <gasps> and it's fine. not because it's of fine. the sunshine. I love the sunshine. It's fine. That's wonderful. I just, I, I don't like being hot. Yeah, the hot and things, I, I can't yeah. do it. Like, it just, it bugs me. I, <laughs> just, yeah, I like, mean. Ace, and my, my my poor husband is literally suffering with my AC fit going on all day. <laughs> I guess a random fact. I mean, most people from Washington would know this. Um, or at least on the, no, the whole state, I guess. Like, air conditioning doesn't really exist on the west side of the state. The east side's had air conditioning for decades. But right. us over on this poor coastal side, it <laughs> just struggle. And when you find out a restaurant has air conditioning, it's your new favorite place because it's got air conditioning. So I think, you know, as global warming sadly happens, we're going to keep getting hotter and it'll be an interesting summer because we have the humidity atop, um, like on top of it. So oh, I can get gosh. why you would hate summer here because it's sticky. Yeah. And, and no one wants to be sticky. Right. Ugh. Would you say, just because I have seen some new construction builders start adding air conditioning yeah. to their actual initial build. And that's not something that I've no. seen initially, especially when I first moved to Washington. Do you think it's just going to be the standard? It's going to have to be the standard, I would think. Mm -hmm. um, I know that some rules have been changing. I don't know really the law is completely behind it, but um, I know a lot of landlord people in situations where they have to have air conditioning in the units now. So I think oh, yeah. it's like they're buying them for their tenants so that they have air conditioning. So I think it's going to mm -hmm. just become the standard um, I know somebody who's currently flipping a house that was in really bad condition. He put in one of those ductless mini splits. Oh, nice. And so that's kind of, I think, the transition we'll see. Yeah. Um, those have been around for decades. And when I lived overseas, I had one. And then I came to the States and it wasn't a thing. And I was like, what? what? And then now it's finally caught up. And so they're here now. And I will probably put one in my house eventually just because... <laughs> It's hot. Um, I have just the little window unit. Me too. Me it too. hasn't stopped running all summer. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's in the window I'll too. pay the window. I'll pay the electric. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be a common <laughs> thing. We're going to see most houses, if yeah. not all the houses, having some kind of air conditioning situation going on. I do think we get lucky here in Everett with the breeze. I don't know if you it's guys true. get the breeze down on the riverfront like mm -hmm. we do. I have it's a, a constant chilly. breeze at my house, which cool. I can't complain about. Like, yeah. that's nice. I can open some windows open and I'm windows. like, all right, we're cool again. So I don't really rely heavily on the air conditioning unit. Um, but I could see it becoming a thing mm -hmm. later down the line. Do you think it's going to be, do you think that affects home prices at all? Oh, totally. Oh, okay. It'll go up. It'll go up. Just another justification yeah, to increase yeah, home prices. Yeah, it'll suck. But I think so. I think that it's just going to be an income-driven thing for people that are selling their houses. That's that they'll true. have more money. Like, I don't when compared to like putting a new roof on a house because the value right. return on those is always kind of it depends on <laughs> for some people if they like that or not right it depends it depends if a roof will give you your value back <laughs> I hope. right it should but I feel like sometimes it doesn't um but yeah I think air conditioning would bring value back especially mm -hmm. if it's a central air yeah or but ductless maybe not as much just because that's still kind of like a bulky machine true. like on the wall. Um, but I've seen it houses like on listings. I don't know if you've seen them in the summertime has air conditioning and like all cats it's on the top. Oh and yeah. So it's, it's bold. And be like, it's all Hello. bold. Yeah. Like, please buy our house. that has air conditioning. And how great is that? So yeah, I don't, I think it'll just help the houses go up in price, but. What do you think of the market right now with regards to. For Everett? For Everett. Or Everett's even in an Washington. interesting market. Well, the whole state's an interesting state. I think. Right. Like, 
Um, <laughs> we've been battling to find listings for, I guess, almost three years now, right? Because yeah. twenty, almost twenty twenty three. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's been a long time. I know that when I was looking, I got my license in two thousand nineteen and started looking for my own home during that time. Mm-hmm. And there was not a whole lot of listings then. And I just feel like that struggle bus has just been like going consistently <laughs> like the whole time. So it's as a person who tries to sell homes, I just feel like we're begging people to sell their homes. Right. And um, the sad part I would say of that situation is, is that the state has become super expensive. Mm-hmm. Um don't want to 100% blame tech people for that. But I mean, it's really coming down to we just have this influx of companies that are bringing in and money, people and money. And the real estate market is going so high that it's pushing out all the people that were born and raised here. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's a whole topic I could probably go on for days. It's sad to see, you know, people in the middle of the country being like, well, then why do you live there if you can't afford to, you know, Live, live on thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, and it's like, well, your family's lived in your state for five decades. My family has lived here for five decades. I should also be able to afford to live right. in the state that I was born in if I choose to. Right. Um, and I feel like I struggle. I'm from California, and I, you know, was there for twenty two years of my life, and it's too expensive for me to go back there. So, like, I understand that feeling <laughs> that people have to go through, and when they yeah. have to give up a home. And move out of the state. And that's where I think a big influx of our listings has come from is people moving out of state. Um, But we've had a huge influx of people coming in from other states. So it's kind of a a trade-off. I know that I don't know the statistic off off the top of my head, but um, Washington State has just as many people coming into it as they have leaving. I feel like every time they do new stats, it's like the same. So it's it's something to think about too is like even though it is more expensive the the desire to want to live here is still here oh totally i um, mean the water's like right there i know and i have so, to remind I mean, myself i'm on the coast oh yeah no i i we talk about it like should we like move more inland i'm like no no like no, no, no. i'm a mile away from water and then the olympics and you're like what and then you look to your left and there's mount rainier you look to your right there's mount baker and then behind us is the castle it's like you day, can't yeah go wrong with a 360 view of just like mountains mount, mountains that are gorgeous and that they're massive true. um i mean kind of scary because they're like volcano things but <laughs> sh- sh- <laughs> it's, 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 that's how we go it's how we go i know um we all have our natural disasters right yeah i just i love that we're on the coast i love the orcas i love the trees it's green it's pretty so i see why people are moving to this state there's nothing mm-hmm. to me that you're like Ugh. Ugly yeah. state, can't live there. Well, especially after the last two years, especially with people just paying exorbitant amount over house prices, yeah. right? From what they were initially listed for, for sale. And right now, what I know I'm seeing is a lot of homes that are being sold at list price or below. Yeah, it's a fun time to be a buyer again. I know, right? I love it. We go, did it. Go buyers, <laughs> go. Um, but I think what people confuse a lot is, and you've, you've alluded to it, is that real estate is so localized. Right. Like our market up here in Everett is different than what Seattle's is, is different than what it is in the Midwest totally. and California and stuff, right? So we can't use just our little market to determine whether it's a buyer's or seller's market. Um, and a lot of folks, of course, hear all of the danger headlines and fear headlines right. going on. Oh, we're in a housing crash and recession. I was like, one, yeah, we are in a recession, uh, but it's not a housing one. No, we're not yet. Um, we're not yet. Knock on wood. I know, right? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see. think, and I, primarily is because uh, 
there was someone who mentioned it there it's called he called it recency bias huh? is because the most recent recession that we've had was because of housing right and purely for the simple fact that there were too many houses not enough buyers right that is like so far from where right. we are currently <laughs> like you mentioned we have so many buyers that can afford to get into houses and they're good loans, right? right. Like we have stricter guidelines to get by. Mm -hmm. So we know for certain that you can afford the house, but we just don't have enough houses and they no. can't build houses fast enough to get people no. into homes. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. But thankfully, we have a little bit more negotiating power because I believe our prices are just being normalized. Oh, they're getting and, there slowly. And unfortunately, sellers don't want right. to come to that realization. They're like, no, you can't get the price today that you could have gotten a year ago. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, and they, they don't get it. And it's it's hard to see. And it's it's not like I told you so moment. But at the same time, like I told you so. <laughs> told you so. And like <laughs> the fact that you reached out to me like two years ago talking about wanting to sell. And then like yesterday, you're like, let's sell. You're not going to get the same number that you're going to get. Right. And I know that, you know, Zillow and Redfin and all them, their algorithm is so interesting. But, you know, they'll be inflating the prices so much for so many homes. And um, I know that there's people that I've sold their homes before. They'll you know, I'll check in with them and I'll message with them. And they're like, well, Zillow says it's worth like another $200,000 more than what it was when I sold it. And I'm like, yeah, but like the neighborhood is still not there yet. So like, yes, this app thinks your house is worth $1.3 million, but those homes are still sitting on the market yeah, because they are priced at that number. And it's, we're just normalizing back down to that. And what I think, friendly number, I think. Well, and the rise in interest rates too. Yeah. So that happened so very sharply at the beginning of this year is just, again, buyer affordability, right? Mm -hmm. Has shifted where the last couple of years, people were just overpaying in terms of cash. Right. Now we're just kind of going down to more, what are you paying per month for right. said house? And while it is technically less initial cash out of pocket for you as a home buyer, right? It's still, can I afford the payment? Totally. Is it comfortable, right? I, I keep telling people, if you're a buyer right now, you have to have all your ducks in a row and know those exact little numbers mm -hmm. and how it will change. And if like rates were to go up, like how does that affect? But if you're a buyer right now, you're, you, you're, it's a serious buyer in my mind. They have their numbers. They know their numbers. They're going to do the best they can yeah. to try to get those homes. And you might still be writing multiple offers on multiple houses during this time just because the sellers are still in this limbo state of like, oh, no, it's still worth $17 million. But like in reality, it's not. So it's, you know, it's this weird uh, middleman group of people that you're like, yeah. You're... And we're trying to wrangle in both parties. Yeah, like, it's so guys. hard to try to get both parties because the buyers are ready to go. Um, I've been telling my buyers, I'm like, just toss in an offer like let's just see what happens it. like it doesn't hurt I, I, the worst and thing sometimes they no. think, well sometimes they think they're wasting my time and I'm like you're not like it's so easy to write up the offers that yeah. like if we got to write a bunch of them trying to get whatever we need to get like it's gonna be okay we'll be fine because <laughs> um, again you never know like I mean you might catch work. the seller on a good day and or their situation has changed and they really need to get to Texas next week or whatever it may be like it just happens to land in like your court which is nice and i feel like too a lot of sellers they're selling because of some major life event oh always yeah right yeah 
I think we're, we're really moving past the idea of like, I'm just going to sell my house purely for the simple fact of profit. Now. Right. No, it's right? more of something happened somewhere. And it's mostly we're moving. Going. Huh? It's mostly moving out of state, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, mostly out of state. I have, I have helped a lot of folks buy houses in Arizona and Texas lately. Me too. I've had a good amount of referrals <laughs> for Arizona. Um, so. And it's so hot there and I don't get it. Like it's pretty there. Because you I can just, have a pool. All I know. Around. My parents moved there, so I get like I get it, but like at the same it. time, have you been here? And they have been here, so I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the market has shifted enough here in Everett. Days on market is at twelve days, and I think we were hovering okay. around like seven or eight. Do you think it's just going peak. to increase? I think it'll increase. I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing more price drops, which is, you know, I mean, obviously it always will suck for the seller, but at the same time, like a normalized market to help buyers get into homes, especially first time home buyers or like VAs and things like that. I think that's an exciting time. So it's, yeah. as they lower their prices, I think we'll be in a better market for that. Um, average sale price for Everett, $623,000. I mean, that's not horrible. It's not. I thought it was, uh, this is for one year. So I did a one year. Right. Going back. That's changed in that one what's, It's gone up 17% in a year, which is a lot. But at the same time, I need to like figure out how to do the math of like. Well, average rent many... increases is twenty percent. I know. Month and over month. I know. So like technically, buying the house is more user friendly at that point because it's only gone up so much. And I think that our numbers will continue to rise yeah. in the Everett area. They might normalize and kind of sit for mm-hmm. a bit, but as the waterfront and the riverfront grow, it's just going to continue. And investment. They'll go well, up, so it's a good investment, I think, mm-hmm. um, for this area. And I've told buyers that too, and they've all agreed. So I've helped a lot of buyers get in at a pretty, because like the average is 623, but I still see homes, and I'm sure you do too, that are in the threes and the fours. Oh, and so fives. many. So many. Like we have houses that are affordable and in a great neighborhood. So I, mean, I would say my average buyer at this very, like the last couple of months has been about 600,000 and below. Yeah, exactly. Which is exciting to see again, right? Right. Because like... Oh man, it was finding those cash. Well, then also as an agent, you're trying to find the cash buyer or like the person who had the cash behind the lending to like mm-hmm. go on a house and try to get it. And so it was this weird, I don't even know what you would call it. You're just begging people and being like, how much money you got? Like, what's in your bank? Like, do you have enough money to pay down the cash to like help you win this bid? And it, I don't know. I that felt like I learned bonkers. a lot of people's financials that I didn't want to know <laughs> per se, but like, you had to know to write you, a good offer. Yeah, to write a good offer that, like, okay, right. I have X amount of money to play with, and we might have to use all that money. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been interesting. But our average prices in Everett are definitely user friendly compared to the rest of the state, which yeah. I'm okay with. You're okay with, yeah, because I want to like eventually upgrade. I have a two bed, two baths. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bigger house too. Do you? I mean, not that big. I have a two thousand square foot house, it's and it's big. too much house. Yeah, no. Honestly, it comes down to it. I want a water view. Okay. So it's not necessarily like the size of the house. Like the house could still be my house if you could put it in front of the water. I'd be well, Have happy. you seen those new apartments down by the port in the waterfront? Yeah. They're a little pricey. They are. But they're not. <laughs> are they going to condonize yet? Condo, no. Condo. So um, that's actually a really good point is especially for like urban areas and ones that are developing is having the proper legislation in place. Yes to do that and condos is like one of the hardest things to get through for whatever reason which doesn't make much sense to me because like, no new condos have been constructed in Everett 
No, I think recently. the last ones would be the ones on Grand. Yeah. That have been on... And they've been there a while. A long time. Like, maybe 20-some-odd years. And I know I, I network with a lot of, like, builders and, and, you know, land use people and everything like that. And legislatively, they're at least trying to do single-family homes with, like, ADUs. The ADU thing's great. It is wonderful. And the numbers can, are super user-friendly. They are. And what? you can condomize them, I too. know, which is going to be interesting. So you're, <laughs> you're doubling the lots yes. and the, the homes there. But... Even for me, I still think you need some condos in terms of higher density housing, because again, not enough people Agreed. are in houses. I know that in, because are we in stage three for the waterfront, for the whiskey, is that three or four? Uh, there's going to be condos down by over where the whiskey bar is going to be. I did see that. I, I think, think that's stage two. I think it is stage two. And I do think and believe that those are supposed to be condos that will be for sale, which okay. I think is needed. I yes. kind of wish the apartments that were put down there were condos, because again, we need the housing and we need the spots that yeah. are, you know, more cost effective for people. And unfortunately for the builders and investors, the most cost effective thing is a single family home. I know. But there's no room. There's no room. There's Rob. really no. Everett is a and townhomes tight are great. <laughs> knit little place. And I don't know if you've noticed this. I mean, I've spent a good quality amount of time in Seattle just mm -hmm. looking at homes. And Seattle had this when I first moved here mm -hmm. ten years ago, they we're tearing down these really, really beautiful old homes and then putting in like two townhouses side by side. And I was yeah. like, why? Like I, <laughs> at the time I like didn't understand it, but I feel like the city really pushed um, and builders pushed to do that in a lot of the neighborhoods. So I felt like you'd see a whole st street gone of these seen a lot super of awesome houses and then townhouses erected and like doing their thing and um, even homes, but the homes are, taller and then you can do more with like rental at your own pace with your own people kind of thing right. and Everett hasn't done that and I I hope we don't do it because I do love all of our old homes um at least yeah. in the in the core neighborhoods up in the north part part um true. it's a very uh unique look um your normal family neighborhood I feel like because I, I do see a, like a lot of empty lots and I'm yeah. like oh that'd be Perfect for condos. This one would be perfect yeah. for condos. You don't have to tear anything down. It's already empty. Yeah, like, just go build it. Let's do it. Or, I mean, duplexes. We don't really have a lot of those either, though. So, I mean, there's so many yeah. opportunities to do or triplex or there's multifamily. Multifamily living is accessible in some of these lots and they're not there yet. So, I'm not sure the reasoning behind it. By from like builders in the city, but it's slowly it's a zoning. Thing. Yeah, it's a zoning. They'll get there eventually. So costs. we'll see. They're working on it. But I do love my old neighborhoods. It's one of my favorite activities to walk. Do you have like the official historical certification of the neighborhood? Do I have one? Like, is the neighborhood deemed historical? Yes, yes, we're historic. We got mm -hmm. a little. I don't even know what it is. It's like a little thing on the sign. It says Riverside, the little Riverside neighborhood, yeah. little like things. It's cute. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what they call it. It's cute. Um, but yeah, we're all historical. So technically my house is not historical, but the people across the street are. So it's kind of weird. And claim the neighborhood is being The historical. whole neighborhood is just, everyone is from like 1901. I think the oldest is 1958. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got some old guys in our neighborhood and all of these houses need their love and people are slowly <laughs> rehabbing them and making them right. um, better. Because obviously when you buy a house that old, the bones are good, but... 
it needs updating. So yes, that's kind of what it comes down to is they need updating. I and would say design and fashion has yeah. definitely changed in the last hundred years. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But you know, it's fun to see, and I enjoy watching like the historical side of it being built back up. And mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I would love to see townhouses in different areas, but I think you need to be strategic with how you do that. That's why I like where Binar. Yeah. And it was completely empty. Totally. Makes right? so much more sense why you're it was, there. It was literally like, uh, was it like, uh, I can't even remember what it used to be there. Was that the tire waste place? Yeah, tire waste place. The, side note, the Simpsons, do you remember the, the tires and they were on fire for, I don't even know how long they were on fire. Long, kind of a long time, right? Like it, national news. Yeah, national news. That's link. where he lives now. So they filled it in. <laughs> And now there's um, the townhouses. The townhouses. And then, is it next to you, the houses? So what's really cool yeah. is, like, I live in townhomes here on the north side, and there are single-family yep. homes in the south side. And in between us is going to be all mixed-use businesses, movie theater, grocery store, all that stuff within, all within just a square. Yeah, it's going to be One great. mile, just all walkable, all easy to get to. Yeah, no, I have a friend that owns one of the single-family homes and loves it, and... Yeah, no, it's a cool area. If you drive by there now, they've they've gone vertical on a lot of this stuff, and especially all the new housing above the storefronts. Oh, have it? Yeah, I haven't gone down there yet. So we used to go nice. down there because we thought about buying a townhouse when we were could have been. When, I know we could have been. We would have been friends four years ago. We would have been so great. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know why we decided that. Maybe the unit that was like available was like a center unit, and I was like, eh, eh. I don't want to hear all my neighbors. You don't. No. They're really solidly constructed. I understand that. They just, I just have And I have a, a baby and a dog in my <laughs> And house. no one can hear me. <laughs> and no one can hear it. Except me. Right. And then there's me at my house, which is a single family home. And I can hear everybody doing whatever they're doing. Um, so I guess there's a, I don't know. I got my yard. I love my yard. You love your yard. I love my yard. It's such a big yard. I have a very small yard. I know. I, I don't know why it's I wanted the, the yard so much, but I'm grateful I have it now. And here we are. My husband didn't want a yard at all. You don't want to mow it. Don't mow. Well, his stipulation is when we bought it because he wanted a condo. Oh. So I told him, well, we kind of compromised. And like, if we get this, you're doing all the yard work. <laughs> and he hasn't done any yard work. I didn't think he so, would. Nope. He scammed you. You've been, it's okay. You've been scammed. It's okay. I get to do whatever I want in the backyard and it looks beautiful. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I I also was scammed into the backyard. My partner does a lot of the mowing as well, but I mm -hmm. feel like I do a lot more of the mowing. There'd probably be a dispute now that I've said this on a podcast, but um, maybe she won't Don't listen. Yeah, we just won't share that. Um, <laughs> the yard's mine. I'm in charge of like making sure it the looks yard. pretty decent. I'm working on putting micro clover. We'll see how that goes. I hate grass. I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it, everybody. No that's, more grass. That's what my husband told me to do in our backyard, too. It's hard. I, yeah. I, I already been... tried doing it this year, and it failed. And I was like, where did the clover... Like, the clover's just not going to grow? I guess not. So I got to do it all over. It's a whole thing. Right. So, well, one day I'll get there. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, I think we're, this is a pretty good, good point where we can kind of outro and... Yeah. We hope that you guys continue to journey with us, especially as we explore more of Everett and see what it has to offer and we figure out and explore all the cool neighborhoods. Yeah. We're we planning like on um, probably going like on site to some of these neighborhoods and see yeah. how we do. Mm -hmm. um, maybe show you some of the cool houses that we see. I love a good front door. So maybe we'll do like a front door series or something. I have and a red like... front door in my house. You have red? Yeah. Mine's blue, like a 
Ocean blue? Love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I'm all about the doors. If you got a cool door and you're doing a life statement. correct, it's a statement. It's a statement. And if you're not doing it, go do it right now. Get some paint, <laughs> paint your door, make it cool, send us a photo. I'd love to see the photos. I know, right? We can share them. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you all for joining us on our introductory episode of Selling Effort. My name is Kevin Daniels. And I'm Ashley Turner. And catch you guys in the neighborhood. Bye.